0: What's up, fam? You are listening to the Viva Alive Life podcast, hosted by your girl, Ash Tone, the host with the most commentary, where we talk about everything and everybody. How are you doing? Happy Sunday. I hope, I would pray that this is a Sunday that it's released, but that's the day I'm on. This is bright and early Sunday morning, we have a really good episode planned. Um, it's going to be a real sexy time. We're going to have a real sexy time on this episode. So um, so hang tight. Let's get through this commercial break, and I will be back. Welcome back, Viva Fam. If you are new to the show, this is the Viva Life Podcast, and I'm your girl, Ash Tone. Um, thanks for sitting through the commercial break. <clears throat> you guys, I have um a different and I was going to say a different voice, but that's not really what I meant. Like my throat is so um scratchy right now. I didn't bring anything to drink. And that's because I broke down yesterday and bought a trippy stick some oregano. For those of my 420 friendly listeners you kind of can catch my drift what I mean but yeah I, I broke my tolerance break yesterday popped a tolerance cherry right in her coochie and got me a trippy steak, which was interesting because I wasn't in fact intending on smoking yesterday at all because I've, I've been pretty cool sober you know I've been managing the stresses on my back sober But I also planned to smoke again. I just never knew when. When was going to be the moment that I just start smoking again. So, uh, I was like on the menu yesterday. And while I was at work, I was like looking around at the menu. Sorry, my voice. Like I keep telling you. I keep getting ready to cough because I took a fat ass, fat ass rip right before I started talking. So, I'm like trying not to... Have a coffin spell, anyways. Saw something that I liked. Happened to be a bogo. So buy one, buy a cartridge, get one free. Premium shit, like ninety percent, almost a hundred percent THC in some of these cartridges. Like nice. Granted, I've only tried one. I haven't not broken into the other one, but I'm gonna just I, <laughs> take my time. And, yeah, went in. It was actually really nice. It was the most fanciest dispensary I had ever been in, truthfully. Like, I don't know if it's because, like, the last time I went to a dispensary... No, it has nothing to do with that. I was going to say last time I went to my dispensary, as dispensary, it was in L.A. But, no, it was just, like, super high-tech. I, it's a really high-tech dispensary. Um, So you know got what I needed like also like I'm still baffled by the dispensary being super high tech but then on top of that like to me like you guys do bogo sales like almost every weekend and I'm like how can you afford to do that with your product like because like I assumed I expected it to be weak or or terrible but it's a really good cartridge like I'm like why are you guys just giving this away for free what are you doing like you know what I mean, it's really that good, so, like, kudos to that dispensary, because they are spending lots of money for this experience, and it's not expensive here, it's, like, good, like, a decent level price dispensary, so, cool, like, you just get all the perks, like, a BOGO sale, I'm still stuck in the BOGO sale, but, you know what I mean, like, a BOGO sale, you get a high-tech environment, like, nice, um, I don't know if this is a big deal or not, but they also let me pay with my debit card. Like, I the dispensaries be like, you need to get cash, cash, cash on the barrel. Um, but not here. They were just like, oh, we do debit and cash back, <laughs> and they gave me cash back. Um, sorry if you can hear everything in the background too, because I finally got my volume updated. I got the set again, and um. This one picks up on a lot of background noise. I'm a fidgeter when I speak, so I'll be playing with something, or riding, or kicking something, or sometimes I even just be waving the mic back and forth, not realizing it, so. Apologize in advance if you hear stuff in the background. (laughs) Like, like, since when have I not had noise in the background, but you know what I mean. (sighs) Can you tell that I took like a huge rip because i don't know am i am i on track you know am i keeping the flow of the pacing of the show good let me know in the comments whatever comments they're there so yeah but all in all I broke my tolerance break yesterday and um by the way people were like kudosing me for like how long i went and i'm like hmm, i didn't really have a choice because it was just like, this is what I'm doing. So, um, a tolerance break actually feels like being set on fire and keeping it cool, you know, like you're ablaze on fire and you're just like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm just keeping it cool like that this is good meme (laughs) and then finally when you you go back to vaping or smoking again it feels like someone just douses some cold water and puts the fire out and you're like all right all right i can operate full potential now (laughs) so i wanted to have a a discussion about a lot of things i've been on this i wanted to call it a spiral and this is why I've been into these podcasts, um, about OnlyFans models, like, from, from OnlyFans models. It's, um, subject podcast, uh, if you know anything about Lena, Lena the plug, then it's her podcast, and so she gets a lot of, because I think she's in the porn industry, well, I know, (laughs) she, I don't think, she's in the porn industry, and she has a lot of, Friends, associates, people that come and collab with her on the podcast that do porn or OnlyFans or something like that. She had Heather Sanders on there, um, which Heather Sanders owns her Sorella boutique and her uh, money for nails business. She probably has more businesses, but those are the two I know of. She was on there. I don't think she does OnlyFans or porn, but you know, she was on there. So it might not just be for only porn girls. But the majority are there. And I've been listening to these podcasts because the stuff they say shock me. Like, some of the stuff they say shocks me out of my motherfucking mind. Like, how can a woman say this? And then I'll go and watch the whole podcast. And I, like, have a newfound understanding for whole life. Which, (laughs) I'm not really against whole life. Like, I've always said, like, if that's you and your personality and that is what you are put on this earth to do... And you go and be the best hoe possible go bust that shit open so whole life doesn't disturb me it's when girls that aren't naturally hoes become hoes because they listen to music that says it's okay or they think they're gonna get so much money being a hoe you know the ones that aren't really hoes but they just be doing ho shit and it's just loudly screaming ho and it's very distasteful and it's just a mess and all over the place those type of girls are the ones that get on my nerves and I don't like them so that's where I start judging because it's like you're not sex worker from the soul, like, you're just doing shit for clout, or fame, or money, and that's just weird to me, but the hoes that are supposed to be hoes, like, it makes me think, really believe that that is a true statement, like, people are some, people are meant on this earth to be just hoes, and it fulfills them, and makes them happy to do that, and it makes everyone happy to have them around, you know, so... This one girl, I forget. I don't remember these names. I think it was Kazumi. She was on the podcast and she was talking about um how <laughs> like I guess she does or goes to gangbangs and she was like, gangbangs are empowering to me. And that was the uh the soundbite that even made me go watch that entire podcast because when I first saw her say gangbangs are empowering to me. I was like whoa like what the fuck type of social circles are you in to where you feel empowered in a gangbang like like it's so judgmental like you know I my thoughts was just like all right girl you got 30 seconds to back that statement up before I cancel you no I'm kidding but that was just like my attitude about it so watch the whole podcast and I get what she means now when she says it you know like I completely understand the point of view I'm not going to paraphrase it. Go watch the podcast episode, Touchy Subject Pod. Look up Linda the Plug. Touchy Subject Pod with Kazumi, that episode. Go watch it or listen to it. It's easier to watch it on YouTube, though. And then you see what I mean when I say, like, okay, I get it. Like, it's really empowering to you like that. Right on, you know, right on. We'll see in the future how this all ends up you know everything is gonna tell within time and what I mean when I say that is we'll see like how these women are doing when they're in their 40s their 50s their 60s because we'll all be alive still together in society and we'll see how these people went like how they'll if they'll fall off or if they grow into be like this big sex empire worker winning all these awards or if they just stay the same we'll all eventually see if this is healthy to even be doing or if i'm right there are some people meant to be slutted out but anyways i have been into these types of podcasts you know like crazy statements it might not be crazy is it that crazy i feel like it is because it's kind of like how i was thinking like should you say that but yeah it was like that glow riddle glow line on that the song tomorrow too and she's like, them girls go for anything. I can't go for none of that. So I don't be going for none of that. You know, if you want to think about levels, I don't be going for none of that. Like, truthfully, it's like, I don't really like people. So, granted, we got past the social sphere of it all. I can't go for none of that. Like, really. Like, really, I can't. Like, and not even because I'm judgmental. It's just because, like... I just can't go for none of that from the bottom of my stomach and my soul. Like, it won't even let me do it. Like, I won't even let myself go there because just can't go for none of that. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyways... Um, I've just been watching a lot of that, and then I went down a rabbit hole of watching Cat Stacks. You know, Cat Stacks was around, and I've heard of her name, but I really did not know who she was. I initially just assumed she was a part of cray Sean. that Gucci, Gucci, Louie, Louie, Lindy, uh, Gucci, Gucci, Louie, Louie, Fendi, Fendi, Prada, that song. If anyone knows, like, if you don't know what I'm talking about at all, I don't know what to say to you but Krayshawn, uh, what was that other girl's name? Lil Debbie and Krayshawn, like, that was the whole vibe, you know, early to, what, 2016? 2015? 2014? I don't know, but anyway, that's what I thought Kat Stacks was a part of, but she's not, like, I didn't even know she was, like, a sex worker, so, now I'm in this rabbit hole, you know, I'm watching every video about Kat so I'm going back looking at as many old videos as she's ever made to, like, really learn about who this girl is, and wow, like, her life was, like, insane, like, you know, there's a lot of videos about her that says, like, she was trafficked at, like, 14, like, wow, but then she says in a video that she's been stripping since she was 15, so, yeah, I've just been, like, on that, research of that, and I think the biggest reason why is because, like, I know for me, like, I can't do something like that emotionally, like, I'm a very emotional person, you know, I am, so I gotta keep myself in a situation to where I just don't damage myself emotionally, like, that would really be damaging to me emotionally, you know, to just do that, because, like... I want to (laughs) have, I want to have, like, not companionship, but I want to have, like, a deep emotional bond or tie to, like, people in my life. And, like, I just can't be sleeping with any and everybody because, like, for me, emotionally, like, I have to get something out of it, like, more than just what this is, like, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, but it's just, like, for me, like, I'm so antisocial, period, in a way, that like you had to bust down lots of bears for me to even trust you let alone sleep with you so you know a lot of people ain't trustworthy a lot of people don't pass the vibe test so that limits like everybody so you know i'm just not wired like that but i've been watching these videos because there are people that i guess are you know they're living their most functional life and um they do sex work so that's why I'm like you know there are people that is meant on this earth to do sex work and that's why they're so that's why they're so proud of it you know because that's what their life purpose is and who are we as people to like shun them or make them they gotta live out their life purpose so let's support them (laughs) let's support these people but um I was also looking at Selena Powell i've always i like we know who selena powell is if you don't know who selena powell is just type in selena powell and everything of who she is will definitely pop up you will know exactly who she is by seeing what the sentences are and then i'm like i didn't even know she had went to prison and how long was she in prison i don't know but apparently she was in prison and i watched her visit her video on her youtube her youtube video and uh she was just talking about how she's different now and she's changed and she sees life differently we'll see how this ends up you know she could definitely go back into her old hood ways but if she's really down a different path we'll also see that too and if she is really down a different path then uh that would be very interesting to see how like she came from Just a clout chaser, I guess. Being a huge clout chaser to, like, whatever she becomes positive. Well, is it a positive label? Yeah, but positive. But you know what I mean. A more positive direction in life and way of making money. So, yeah, those have been my entertainments lately on the internets. But I was looking through Shade Room. Because you guys know I like to look through Shade Room. Um, <clears throat> how long have I even been talking? I gotta keep track of that, but um, yeah, I've been lurking through shade rooms, so let's go in a quick commercial break, and then I will let you I will start talking about that whole ordeal.
1: Hey there. Just want to quickly interrupt this episode of the Viva the Life podcast hosted by yours truly, Ash Tone, to let you know that, um, well actually just a shout out my good friends at Karma Collective. You can go on the website sharethekarma.com, that's www.sharethekarma.com, the store Karma Collective is awesome. It's more than just an apparel company. They are about spreading positivity and inspiration through the messages that they incorporate into their designs. And they also empower everyone who wears them to be an agent of change. Super into spiritual concepts. They have beautiful rings. They also give back and work with other organizations to help benefit our universe. Um, Just super high vibe and positive. So if you're interested in like t-shirts, if you're interested in apparel, if you're interested in pretty much fashion and you also love to spread uplifting spiritual messages, go check out Karma Collective. I'm so happy that we're able to partner together. And yeah, just go check them out. Use my code Ashtone, A-S-H-T-O-N-E-E and save you some money off. Bye.
0: what's up guys we are back from commercial break thanks for sticking around i'm ash Tone, and this is the viva live podcast so i was talking about shade room and uh like i've just been lurking a little bit on there just to keep up and see what's going on okay so what do we talk about first oh i also okay let's just go in order but i going to talk about something on the serious level at the end of this but um i saw this thing fans react to seeing chloe kardashian and michelle marron link up in milan and then you have the picture of them holding each other someone put wait chloe and michelle Michael Marone." Slay if true. OMG, that picture of Chloe and Michael. I literally just woke up and that's all I needed today. All of a sudden, everyone is shipping Chloe and Michael. I hope it's Michael or Michelle. I don't judge because I also agree. <clears throat> Chloe and Michelle Marone is a duo I never knew I needed. You notice all these comments is still keeping up. That's their at, at Kim Kinfo. Oh Kim K info, and at Nusha X O X O. The reason why I'm bringing this up now is because you know I feel like this family planted this story. I feel like they paid shit room to run this story, and this is how they get press. I think they set the whole thing up for them to be in a situation to just do this one pose, collaborated with them on a monetary value that will be re- achieved after releasing the photo to the public sent it into shade room paid them nicely paid them or maybe the shade room did it for free because of the amount of tea this is put this story out these seem like fake accounts that they have made given the fact that they're all their fans kim k info still keeping up come on now so got these pictures all in like this the screenshots of these tweets got the picture of the Michael Michelle Maron character got a good picture of him so we can really see what she's working with you know you can't just brag about being with a guy and we don't really see the details so they threw up a sexy picture of this guy um which was looking pretty good he's he's not an ugly guy at all and then this is the tea. Like, we're supposed to speculate for however many hours we're onto this and care. But the real deal is. And that was their whole plan because we haven't heard any keeping up news. It's Chloe's time on the roster. You know, Chris did her thing when she threw out that stupid ass dancing video. It's, it's, it's Chloe's time to cook it up a notch. And that's just how I feel about it. this other thing with what dj academics was saying about uh um what do you that was another thing that like was just something that I went down that rabbit hole to be like what happened go back to the beginning and put it all together and I just feel like why are people this is my genuine honest truth well okay it's probably very biased and slanted because like I said I have been watching a lot of Selena Powell videos
1: (laughs) so let's just brief
0: the statement with that it could be very slanted because for the past few days I have only gotten her perspective of this man and didn't even know really who he was like I always hear of his name and i just heard since his name starts with dj like he's gotta be a dj so maybe podcast on music radio personality in that scope and then when i start watching those selena powell videos i'm like so wait he's just a youtuber and data is my current view like oh he's just a youtuber that kind of thing so I feel like because of that it's just like a clout kind of run for him which if this is true that is so embarrassing like Like, who has time to mastermind clout? Like, that is so embarrassing. When people actively mastermind a ploy to get clout, and it's just, like, you can see right through it. It's not like the Kardashians. They slyly do it, you know, like, the whole put-together of this Chloe and Michelle guy. Like, you know, that's a pretty sly way to just scream, I want clout, we need clout! So that's a really classy way to do it. But then when you just, like, start actively saying bullshit because you know it is a clout moment and you involve these people these big names people bigger than you that aren't youtubers and they fall for it and give you the time of day that's the part you know it's when they fall for it and give these people the time of day to at them so what he's calling out the old guys of hip-hop the reason why I say old guys is because Russell Simmons is involved and he's not 50 cent age you know 50 cent age and down is still young so you're the old guy in hip-hop if you're 50 cent age and up but anyways um I guess he was just saying something about i'm trying to scroll and see because i even forgot what his statement is it was stupid regardless like i guess not wanting to give the old guys in hip-hop their dues basically and um then he's speaking oh so he has these guys coming at him and he's adding and it's even more embarrassing when they stand when they stand on their bullshit statements like you could just laugh and retire into the background fade to black you know after you say some bullshit to get clout and everyone's in an uproar um I don't believe when they just stand on it so he basically calls some hip-hop pioneers dusty apparently that's the whole thing well that's why everyone set off so he got russell simmons to clap back at him and then ll cool j clapped back at him like old guy in hip-hop i mean ll cool j not mad at it like that's the sexy old guy in in hip-hop so you know cool but anyways, he claps back, which I just, like, wish these people would realize that they're way better than commenting on this bullshit. Like, you guys could have said nothing, and we would have already still known what you said. You know, like, like you don't gotta respond to this guy about any comments he's made. Because you've paid your dues. You've made that name. You know, you are on the retiring basking in my glory years of your life you've made the name you've came you've conquered now you just relaxing in the essence of it all you know because you've already succeeded so like you know I wish LL and Russell Simmons and whoever else clap back at him I wish they just like just Mariah Carey them I don't know that man but nevertheless, they did. They clapped back at him, and uh, then he starts talking about, um, I guess, Regine and her relationship, which I don't even know what he said. What did he even say? I, I like that's the thing. I don't really care about this guy. So I don't want to hear anything at all. But when I want to get to the bottom of the tea, like, what's going on? Like, you know, when you just log in a shade room and you see LL at J adding DJ academics or whatever, or talking about the situation, it's like, wow, what did he say to get these people out of their high horse? You know, like, what? Then I go back and hear what he says. I'm like, man, this, is, this guy is bullshit. So I try to write, like, catch up on the T without hearing him speak. Uh, let alone watching his face. <laughs> um, because, like, I just don't... I can't care less about anything he has to say. I'm just trying to get to the tea. So, I don't know what he said about Regine. But I feel like T.I. and Toya. And all the people coming for him. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I... Didn't like how do you even value this man's opinion to care? To even say anything. Like we like if no one ever clapped back at him, we would have already known like what he's saying is on some bullshit and not gave us the time of day. But you guys are getting so upset at what this guy does for clout. Like, he needs some clout and then he's gonna say some ridiculous shit to get everybody to come at him and then now he's clout clouded up, I guess, you know, he got his however many followers he needs and that's what I think he's doing and these people are giving him time of day like who cares what academics says at all on anything except his followers and his fans but they're also a group of people that like we don't pay attention to anyway in life so like I said who cares about what this man says so that's this that's the stirring up of its of academics and that's my opinion on it So then we get to this other thing with, um, what is his name? DDG about, I didn't even listen to that. (laughs) Like, I guess he was saying a joke about how he, he thought MLK canceled racism. I didn't even listen to it because I'm just like obviously he's on some level had humor if at all he said this not just my opinion when I'm like alright let's dive into this tea but my thing is like why are you even commenting on Little Mermaid like let's hear what the question is let me hear it is she letting any of this book make it to her nah she mean- it's laughing okay so yeah just what i suspected uh the question was along the lines about how hallie bailey his girlfriend is responding to the hoopla of the little mermaid it has the movie come out yet or was all this hoopla strictly created after the clip of revealing her first off we knew she was the black little mermaid since coronavirus when we were all locked up in our houses. we already knew that like they already broke that news so I wasn't expecting nothing short of seeing the next little mermaid movie hurt. Like I thought first off I thought the movie Ben came out and went with how long ago we heard this news. So they're barely putting out the clip for the movie the advertisement for us is the, the, the little pieces of the movie. To debut that it's coming out damn i really have already thought this movie came and went anyways apparently people are in a hysteria about her being black which i don't see or hear any of this hysteria like like i said i thought we all knew this girl, this little mermaid was going to be black i thought we already knew that given that back in 2020 they announced she was going to be the girl to play mermaid I thought we knew this already and the reason why I thought they chose her is because she is blacker tanner and she still has red hair so if they wanted to put a spin on how the character looks that she's the perfect one because she already has reddish hair with her dreads it would just be a more cultural take on the movie Little Mermaid and that's why I thought they chose her I thought they wanted to on purpose take this route so that's how I looked at it the whole time but apparently there's backlash which I don't think there's any backlash it's like I said when you want some clout just do it tastefully the little mermaid wanted all this clout behind the movie and lately since getting negative clout has been what really pays off I think everyone and every major brand is just taking that stand on getting clout they need clout for this movie like if they put out this movie and no one gives a fuck like I thought we did and it already came out and left then no one's gonna go one and go see this movie but if they come out they're gonna choose clout it's gonna have to be negative because that really gets a lot that reaches a lot of people then they're gonna come out about how much people didn't like that she's a black little mermaid because that's the easiest thing to get people arguing about like there's really oops sorry i bumped the mic there's really no other way to get clout for this movie other than just using the obvious given she's a black girl so I thought that's you know how they're gonna get their clout they're gonna put out a whole story about how they're getting so much backlash that she's a black girl and that's gonna get people really talking really into it and now their movie is clouded up so when it premieres everyone will go see it they'll make their money back that they spent on making it you know Disney they're gonna always get a return and that's that, (laughs) and that's kind of, like, what I think they're doing, I think they're just, like, this is just all to get clout up their movie, so it does really well in sales, and so this is that, and so with DDG's interview, you know everyone's now going to use this as a clout chasing moment because like i said it was created to chase clout so everyone that picks up on it everyone that sees the clout behind this movie and if they're in the market of chasing clout right now they're gonna attach gravitate to the story to cloud out whatever they're doing so i guess this podcast that he's on with this guy bootleg kev maybe i'm assuming he's going to obviously ask the question about the little mermaid because he wants to cloud out his thing and ddg is going to automatically respond to attach himself to it because it is his girlfriend's hoopla because he wants to cloud out his thing (laughs) why am i talking like that and so, you know, that's what they got from it. They both got clout from it. So now there's a backlash about what he said because apparently people think that he really didn't know that Martin Luther King didn't cancel racism. And so now he has to prove to everyone that he's really not stupid and keep bringing up that he was valid Victorian all his life, all his life. Since birth, he was born valid Victorian. <laughs> and he's not really stupid so that's what he's been doing he's been on this mission to prove to everyone that he's not stupid but it's like all right don't make a stupid remark you know how these people are they take any little ounce of anything and run with it because everyone wants clout like this is this little mermaid marketing is a big clout The big clout machine, and everybody that needs clout right now is gonna suck up into this story because it was meant to create clout for the movie, and it's gonna create clout for anybody looking for clout if they attach themselves to that drama, and that's just how it's going. So now he's getting clout because people think he's stupid, and then some people don't think he's stupid, and he's proven to everyone that he's not stupid is uh bootleg cab getting any clout i'm sure everyone's now listening to this episode so they can get involved into the clout too and voice their opinions um i don't really care like whether this man really believes this or not i don't care it does nothing for my everyday life to even care or no so i don't care like he could be stupid in real life or he could be smart in real life i don't give a fuck either way and uh that's that what else is there? What else is there? I feel like young Miami is uh, really just enjoying this Diddy train. You guys know I'm like, oh, I always talk shit around Diddy. But I just not really a fan of Diddy. And it's because he went to jail and came out P Diddy when I grew up knowing him as Pub Daddy and when he did that i was like it'll never catch on we'll never call you p diddy like who the fuck you're puff daddy and p diddy caught and it's a whole new image and version of him now and i'm just like i saw both sides of the diddy sphere the diddy scope and i'm just like still in awe that people are really fell for this remarketing rebranding tactic that he did But anyways, I feel like young Miami, like if this is even real, because this is just another thing they do for clout. You know, they have a clouded relationship contract where they're going to meet up together, take some pictures and put out this narrative because it's so easy now to put out the the narrative for the clout these days, because all you got to do is just post a still moment on Instagram and people are going to make the story. It's like a picture is worth a thousand words. So these people are creating thousands and thousands of words with all these pictures. Um, And if, 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 if that is just all they're doing, like they just do random photo shoots and put it out because they want to create this image or this story that they're together. Well done. We believe you're together. Otherwise, if this is a real relationship, young Miami is living her best life. You know, this is great for her. You know like if he's really like if this is really what it is like based off these pictures and the story that comes to my mind about the whole situation if that is really true you get it girl you get it will he commit to her i don't think that's even on the table that's the thing no one's gonna even ask that question because nobody neither of them two seem to care about it no one's itching or screaming commitment in out of them too they don't bring it up they don't talk about it so if they don't care we don't care so we accept the relationship for the fun that it looks like now if he ends up committing to her and like going forward like 20 years from now she ended up marrying the guy had kids that would be a love story what else what else what else what else i guess nia long is in some shit because Wolves Is it the Timberwolves? What team is this guy on? Oh, Celtics. Head coach. He is a hot guy. You know what? I I sometimes feel like... But anyways, let me keep with the story and then I'll tell my opinions. But anyways, Neil Long, I guess, is in this... Very similar to, I guess, the Maroon 5 incident. I don't know. Why is everybody clout chasing so much? but if this is even true, I feel like this, you know your husbands, because I'm speaking on now on behalf of Maroon 5 guy, Adam Levine, and Nia sweat husband, Ime Udoka, on behalf of these guys, you know, if I just play devil's advocate, I'm gonna say this, a lot of these girls, clout chasers, prey on these guys, you know, you would really have a good guy, but there is a whole opposite force preying on this man, you never know, like, whatever woman is in his life, if she wants him, she is gonna prey on this dude until she gets what she wants, that's just what we do, so, as these men's wives like you gotta kind of understand on this level that there are going to be bitches because your guy is who he is in the state he's in in the power he's in in the wealth he's in and attached to you super wealthy uh, super acclaimed super acclaimed you know clouded up basically because that's what everyone cares about these days money and clout so since you guys are both wealthy and clouded up you guys are a target. People are going to target on your man because they want that and they think they can get that through him. So they're going to attach themselves to him to get what they think he has, not realize now what he has is because of the pair, the two of you. Without you, that's a whole different energy and he wouldn't have what he has. So these girls see what he has and they want that and they're going to prey on this guy and break him down. Do I think he's just randomly looking at hot women and just busting it down in the DMs to like fuck other bitches? Mm, he could be. He could be. I'm not say probably because Hoenn is on the rise. Hoenn hasn't been the way it has been ever in in, in my history. You know, since I've been alive, Hoenn hasn't been at an all time all time high like this. So. You know, every man that is alive right now knows this. And if they've always dreamed of a moment like this, they are living it up. You know, every man has probably at one point dreamed of the hoeing being this all time high and this easy. So I think they're having a field day. If they are just DMing bad bitches and fucking them or getting caught or having a relationship or having an affair with them not knowing that these girls aren't really there for the reason you think like what they do is a service if they weren't doing it for you they would be doing it for somebody else so when they throw away their whole marriage their whole life the whole embarrassment of it all the whole scandal of it all away for these easy-ass opportunities that if it wasn't, you'd be the next guy. There's no attachment to you whatsoever, personally. It's like, damn, you fucked up. You fucked up. You threw it all away. You had so much more than this dusty bitch. And uh, you threw it all away because you thought it was something else, something grand, something golden. And it was nothing in comparison to where you were before you even dealt with the bitch. The bitch. So... That's my opinion on that situation. On both of those behats. I'm like if he is searching women. He probably want to get in on this. This uh, season. For the hoes. And if he didn't. And it just was a thing that just slowly. Butted into something. Over time. Then that's usually why. And that's just what I think. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, otherwise it's a clout chasing moment. So Matt Barnes decides he wants some clout off of this. So something in this field. He knows basketball. I'm gonna chase clout this way. So he attaches himself to the story. And then uh has to backtrack, I guess, retract a statement because he received backlash from it. That's the thing with clout. Like when you're hopping in on the clout train, it's gonna either go for good for you or it's gonna be backlash that's your 50 50 chance when you hop in on the clout change it's gonna either be good for you or it's gonna backlash and when it backlashes then that's when they retract the the backlash statement the apology the i was not thinking clearly i didn't whatever it is it's the apology because they didn't want the bad backlash i mean they didn't want the backlash they just wanted the good from it but they got backlash so they got a put together a little piece the little story and that's just what Matt Barnes is into right now let's go on another commercial break and I want to discuss a few more other things i.e. the whole actually I just wanted to give my thoughts on abortion really quick I know I'm saying really quick it's like a heavy statement but I want to give my thoughts so commercial break and I will start into that what's up guys we are back from commercial break thanks for staying tuned while we get the bills paid on a commercial break but yeah i uh, told you before the break that i wanted to talk about abortion really quickly i hope this is just a topic that i can just say my opinion browse over without too much explanation hope it's not that fucked up no i'm kidding but the reason why is because like when i was at work like i just keep seeing random people holding up signs in favor of abortion her body her choice i'm assuming favor of abortion uh what else what else oh i saw another sign that said you won't ban abortions you will only ban safe abortions you know guys are in on this too you know they're rooting hard for the ladies it's, I feel like it's just another clout, Chase. <laughs> Whoever started this story just needs the clout of it all. Kind of like how they got everybody up in arms about, you're going to need to be vaccinated to be working. You're going to need to be vaccinated. They were firing so many people, they were saying. And uh, what? The U.S. Supreme Court ended up not favoring that, that. You can't make people get a vaccine to get a job. And the whole cloud of it all died. So now I think this is something else. You know. Maybe it's a clout chase. Because elections are coming up. So everyone wants to say the thing. To cloud out their name right now. So we vote in, th- in favor of them. But I highly doubt that this is going to be a real law that they pass. Like I would be very surprised if they end up passing uh, abortion bans. Or in any state. I pretty much think every state is going to pretty much stay where they are on the subject. And they're going to just pretty much stay there. Texas is a place pretty stick in the mud. Pretty old school. They were, in fact, involved in slavery. They were the South. So they're going to always have very Southern opinions about everything. Very Southern Confederate opinions about everything. Everything. Everything that's that state they've always been on that side in history and they will always be up until now with modern topics so yes i would expect texas to not want to fork fuck with abortions because they don't believe in it and that's that the other states like california will always be abortion friendly if you ever need an abortion and it gets to be like that you just always buy a ticket to california because i'm pretty sure they'll always do abortions there just like racism when racism was illegal california probably was not even a part of america but that area in time was very much progressive probably i would assume there were no slaves in california when we're talking about the bat the black slave epidemic So I don't think it's that important to even, like, think your rights are being going to be taken. It's not. It's not. You're going to always have access to your abortions. Don't worry. Don't worry. But now my opinion on abortions. I feel like maybe, just maybe, the abortion rate is super high. It probably came in on the past 10 years, highest it's ever been in life. Just all-time high and these people are possibly thinking you know what we need to slow down on these abortions we cannot just be giving them out willy-nilly because the number rate is out of the control along with that maybe you know on the psychological development a lot of these people have been working with patients over the past 10 years and notice you know what there is a high link between the damage it is causing psychologically in these women and uh getting an abortion psychologically it is doing something because we have been getting an increase of people coming in with that story so what if on the health front you know, bodies, whoever, people that have gotten an abortion has a high, it's like some type of high health concern associated with these type of women. So given all this data, they are just like, you know, we need to slow down these. It's, it's, It's getting to be a problem. We need to slow it down a little bit. Bring it down a couple notches and everything will probably balance itself out. That's one of my theories on it and so that's why they even want to do it too if it's not a cloud chase i think that's another reason a possibility why they've tried to ban it and people we get so hard-headed we're just like toddlers we get so hard-headed no i want what i want you know and then we just throw fits over everything they can't do this to us like calm down you don't even let's hear the facts Let's hear why they want to do it. No one's trying to control you. Like, people think everybody's trying to control them and they need to fight, fight, fight. It's like, dude, nobody can control you. Like, nobody can control you. You control yourself, like, down to whatever side. You know, you control yourself down to, like, whether you are going to be on the legal side of the law or the illegal side of the law. But there are illegal people doing illegal things functioning perfectly fine in society that's the they standing on whatever it is they standing on and wherever that takes them on the side of the law is where they are standing and they are successfully doing it because that's their stance and they're sticking to it so nobody can ever really control you you know you can be controlled if you just try to stay on the good side of everything and you're just going to give up and do whatever to stay on the good side of things. But if you don't care however anybody feels about it, you stand on where you stand, nothing bothers you because it doesn't matter. Like You're still going to do what you're going to do anyway. But back to my opinion on it, I think maybe we should as society slow down on the abortions. You know let's just think twice about it let's just slow down our role with all these like murders really like I just feel like everyone when everyone talks about their opinion on it, it's always from their point of view their point of view their point of view and we're just inserting ourselves into this topic but truthfully 100% it is up to that person like think about you you and me like you yourself you are a person at one point you were in somebody's stomach and luckily their decisions in life allowed you to live, their decisions in life allowed you would not be here, now you can complain about how much you hate life, and how much it's hard, and this, this, and what, what the fuck ever, it's what you make of it, so whatever, but at the end of the day, you are alive, you are walking, you are breathing, you do get some type of enjoyment in life, there is something that brings you joy, it's a really great feeling, and you are, like, you're benefiting from being alive, you know, being alive is way better than being dead, any time of day, So all these people, you know, the mothers, like, well, it's hard to be a mom. It's like, yeah, it is. But uh, that's why you think twice about a lot of things. You know, you think twice about a lot of things. A lot of things. Just think twice about it because it's difficult to be a mother and you don't want to be that shit if you're not ready. So think twice about a lot of things. And the reason why I'm saying it like that is because it just goes more than just sex. You know, think twice about sex yeah if you fucking think twice about it because like i said being a mother is difficult and you don't want to be that shit unless you're ready so you're gonna think twice about that if you're in a sketchy part of town if it's a sketchy party with sketchy dudes that are known rapists If it's just a sketchy part and it gives you rape vibes, think twice about that shit. Don't just be walking in there. Yes, you have a right. You have a right to walk anywhere safely. But if that right just looks like it could be threatened, someone can take that right from you, maybe don't put yourself there. Maybe just like, you know what? I'm going to stay in tonight. You know, I'm not even going to the store. It could be the most innocent thing. You can decide to go and put the newspaper in and you could get raped. So it's like if you enter in a situation where you feel like your raping right is getting threatened, your right to not have sex is being threatened, maybe just stay in that day. Call yourself superstitious. Knock on some wood. Stay in that day. Stay in that day. Just stay in that day. Rape is in the air and nobody wants that shit. Just maybe just don't. Maybe call off work. Make it a day. You'll figure out the money situation another day. Maybe just don't go out that day. And this is because I'm saying we just don't want to be in a position to one, be raped and two be a mother of a rapist. That is the horrible, horrible, horrible thing to have to live with. It's difficult to have to abort the kid because it is yours. And that comes with psychological things. And it's difficult to just stay and raise it and look that motherfucker in the eye and be the best best mom you can be knowing that his dad is the rapist. That is just a horrible situation all the way around. So when people bring that up as a reason to get abortions, I'm like, you know what? That is like before we even get to the abortion talk, that is just the worst thing that could ever happen in life. Like if you're even in the situation to need to talk abortion because you were raped and you don't want to keep the kid That means that's worst case scenario for every 50-50 chance you just had. 50-50 chance you'd get raped, lost that scenario. 50-50 chance you'd get pregnant, lost that scenario. And now you're looking at an abortion. You've already gotten the raw end of every stick to be in this situation. And at that point, get the damn abortion. If that's what you're... I think we should just give them whatever the fuck they want at that situation, if that is their situation. Like, whatever they're asking for, just give it to them. They've already had a rough moment, rough years of life. They need some space. Give them some space. Give them whatever they want to, so that they can heal from this. But now the other people that are getting abortions, maybe too many kids, just had a baby. I don't know. What are other situations that you would get an abortion? I think all in all, you just don't want to be a mother at that time. All in all, let's just call it that. You just don't want to do that. You just don't want to do that. There's health reasons, but all in all, you just don't want to do that. So I think, I think that You just don't want to do it. You don't want to do it because it'll save your life, health reasons. You don't want to do it because it's just not the time, career reasons. You don't want to do it because you just don't want to do it and you just don't want to do it, whatever reasons, but either way, you just don't want to do it. And uh, everybody's like, it's you, 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 you're all thinking you, but it's really not about you. It's about the person that's in you. It's really their decision but they can't speak up so everyone's speaking for them and uh, that's just what I think about abortions like not about you it's like like we can't just keep diminishing this life to nothing just to make our points louder you know, because it's not about us. It's about this person that can't even speak up for themselves yet. And the least we could do is just like, let the little nigga grow up into something so he can speak for himself. You know, if he didn't want to be here, he'll kill himself. He'll, you know, it'll happen. But uh, if he really wants to be here, he'll be here and make something of himself. I don't think any of us should be. I think we just need to hold space for that little nigga and do the best thing we can so I can grow up. And be able to make these decisions for themselves with the least amount of trauma that they can get. You know, if you don't really want to be a mom, you can always exercise that choice. You don't have to kill the guy. You just give him away. Like, don't go be a mom, you know. But you don't have to just like, I don't want to be a mom. So you're not going to be alive. Like, that's to me like, whoa, 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 bitch. Talk about controlling. You didn't want to be a mom down to the fact that you just killed the nigga. Now, if it's health reasons, I mean that's another thing. Like you made your choice. It's either him or me, and you're not here yet. So I'm choosing me. Like you know, you made your choice. People are just have to diminish the life into nothing. Oh well, I'm technically not a human until it's point seven five seven six 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 nine months, whatever. Like we don't gotta diminish this life to nothing just to make our decisions comfortable. Like it could stand as a life equal to yours. And still stand on your shit. Make your decision. You know, we can look at it as an equal life. It's an equal player in this game of life. We could just stand there and look at it that way. And make your decision based on that. Like, still choose you. You like you don't have to just be like, oh, well, it's technically not alive. No, it's very much alive. And it's very much going to be a human like you and me. And uh, you just decided to kill it to benefit you. There's nothing wrong with that. All in all, I think that let's just hold it to the value of our own life. Let's just start there. I hold the unborn kid to the value of my life. Like, it's equal in value to me. And, um, yeah, that's just how it is. Like, I, I feel it's up to that person. Uh, now, in regards to women that get abortions, I mean, they stood on their choice. Well, you know, they were that's what they want to do. So, it just tells what type of person you are. It tells what type of character you are. Like, nothing, no judgment, whatever. That's just what you wanted to do. I personally wouldn't do it. I've never had the guts to do it. Never had the guts because I, I hold it to the equal value of my own life. Like, so I don't have the guts to just go and do that. I just feel like, well, I gotta make the best of whatever's coming forward and grow as a person to accompany what I've done here because I cannot do it and that's that I don't think anybody's good or bad for deciding to get an abortion I just think we should be real about it though like just be real it is murder it is murder be real about it let's just call it what it is it's murder of an unborn life and uh for whatever reason you did it you did it hopefully it worked out for you hopefully you know everything is on the up and up because then you did a good decision you made a good decision for your choices and if it's not on the up and up if it's i've been terrible ever since that moment of choosing to do it then i guess we learn next time not to do it <laughs> it works either way so yeah that was my quick statement on abortion we're going to go on a quick commercial break and uh, wrap the episode up <laughs> with my ending thoughts.
1: What's up, Viva fam? Just wanted to interrupt your streaming of this episode of Viva The Life Podcast to tell you that Viva Life Podcast is now online the viva the life podcast is now viva the life podcast.com head over there you can chat with other members voice your opinions on the subjects and the episodes there's also merch so go check it out viva the life podcast.com i'm heading over there myself so after this episode let's all join there for the party what's up viva
0: fam we are back from commercial break and um we're at the end of the episode we've reached that point where it's almost time to say goodbye until next weekend anyways um i want to tell this other story really quick so i've been on this like knowledge journey lately we have just been kind of wanting to learn everything on everything So I started reading these old school books from like 1910 was one of them, uh, 1920 was another one, no, old school books. And uh, I read three of them so far, Think and Grow Rich was like the third one I read, The Science of Getting Rich was the second one I read, and the first one I read is The Game of Life and How to Play It. Currently in the beginning stages of the fourth book, The Mountain is You, Um, so that's pretty good. It it was a good read, the first couple of chapters, and now we're at the spot in the middle, so excited to see what comes of that book. Um, but the other three that I've already listened to, I'm gonna say listened to, I didn't really read it, it was audio, so audiobook, but I was listening to it, and they made really great points, strongest statement on how your mind does control your reality, your results in life, your mind definitely does take you there. Like that was like not the main focus of each of these three books, but the main thing they all shared in common was that philosophy, that ideal and um, pretty interesting stuff. I feel like there is a science to growing rich. I feel like there is something that people that make billions and billions of dollars are doing. That is very obvious. It's probably right under all of our noses, but they're doing it. They've caught on to something And that's how they're recycling, wash, rinse, repeating that scenario, that juice, that recipe. They're recycling that shit and making billions and billions of dollars a year. And I'm going to figure out what that recipe is. So that's kind of the reason for this, reading the books anyway. Took away lots of gems, so I'm going to say I feel like I'm a step closer to figuring it out. I feel like I'm like three months away from figuring it out. If not closer. And yeah. I'm gonna figure out what these people are doing to just make billions. There's a difference between making thousands a year. And millions a year. And billions a year. Like if you're making billions a year. You're making buckets a year. There is something you're doing to do that. Like because that's like insanely a lot like insanely a lot you're doing something on purpose buddy you are multiplying some type of recipe and getting these results and I'm gonna figure out what it is and I think I'm like three months away so that's that that's my latest obsession on top of the whole sex worker rabbit hole I've been watching and getting into well-rounded you know a little give a little take a little sex a little money never hurt anybody But that's basically what I got here. That's the podcast. I hope you had a sexy time. (laughs) Guess what the name of the episode is. Just guess by chance. What was the main thing I kept saying? Hope you had a sexy time. But yeah, I hope you do. Because that's the name of this episode. And if you clicked this episode thinking you were going to have a sexy time. I hope you had it. Episodes over. Make your decision. Was it worth your time? Did you have a sexy time? Because I did. I did. And if you're like, what the fuck? You talked nothing sexy this whole episode. You wasted my complete time. I got something for you right now. I have recorded this whole episode with my titties out and my pussy out. No clothes on. I recorded this whole episode in the bathroom, as snake naked. I hope you had a sexy time. And with that, everyone, goodbye. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.